Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is technically uh, season 4 episode 82 uh, but let's call it 82 to 84 uh, and I'll explain why in a minute. Uh, we are covering um, the rest of this last week's Come Follow Me materials uh, in, Doct- in sorry, Genesis uh, chapters 42 to 50 uh, in the week of March the 14th to March the 20th. The last couple of days have been a bit of a, 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 a roller coaster for our family. Uh, I won't go into all the details right now, but basically I've not been able to uh, record over the last couple of days. So we'll use today uh, to conclude last week's study. You may well now be, be, be beginning to uh, look at um, this week, which of course takes us into the start of Exodus. Um, but I do just want to bring some uh, conclusions to our study of Genesis of course, this whole book of Genesis has been uh, a fascinating journey through millennia. Uh, don't forget that, you know, we have uh, the Doctrine and Covenants, which covers a very short period of time, really, uh, a couple of decades or so. We have the New Testament, which, again, doesn't cover a very long period of time. I'd say, again, a few decades or so, uh, focusing on before the life and just after the life of Christ. Um, we have the Book of Mormon, which in itself covers quite a long time, around a millennia, uh, but very specific per- periods of time within that millennia are, are spelled out in detail. Whereas this um, book within the Old Testament covers uh, many, many years. Uh, and so um, this, the fact that we've focused so much on the stories of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and now Joseph uh, are very important uh, for us in understanding uh, why we have covered all of this. So the, the Israelites settle in a land called Goshen, uh, which is given to them by the pharaohs, uh, by the pharaoh. And uh, Jacob then uh, wants to bless uh, his family before he dies. So he first of all begins with Ephraim and Manasseh. Um, and it says in verse 13, And Joseph took them both, Ephraim in his right hand toward Israel's left hand, and Manasseh in his left hand toward Israel's right hand, and brought them near unto him. And Israel stretched out his right hand and laid it upon Ephraim's head, who was the younger, and his left hand upon Manasseh's head, guiding his hands wittingly, but Manasseh was the firstborn. Um, notice that, that Israel swaps his hands and gives the birthright to Ephraim. This seems to be becoming a tradition, really, uh, between uh, the children of Abraham, uh, where the firstborn is not necessarily the one that receives the birthright blessing for various reasons. In this case, we're not 100% sure why, but Ephraim is blessed with the gathering of um, and the blessing of Israel um, in later days, which of course uh, indicates why so many individuals who receive their patriarchal blessing today are of the tribe of Ephraim. doesn't mean that if they're not of the tribe of Ephraim, then there is a problem or that they've done something wrong. They just have uh, a different lineage, that is all. And I think with patriarchal blessings, um, we need to just recognize um, how or what for what purpose we are given uh, this declaration of lineage. Yes, there may be an idea of what blessings may come, but if you then move into um, Genesis chapter 49, where you read the rest of the um, blessings, um, 
people can sometimes perhaps be a bit disappointed with some of the lineages they get if they set too much in store uh, by the lineage that they are given. For example, in, in Genesis 49, we then go into other blessings they're given to the other sons. And in verse 3, it says, uh, Reuben, thou art my firstborn, my might, and the beginning of my strength, the excellency of dignity and the excellency of power. I mean, this is a great start. But then it says in verse 4, Unstable as water, thou shalt, not, thou shalt not excel, because thou wentest up to thy father's bed, then defiledst it, and went up, and he, and he went up to my couch. So it's like, oh, well, that's a bit of a, a very disappointing ending there. Um, Simeon and Levi's uh, are even more interesting. Um, and so if someone is to be put into one of these houses, then not houses, <laughs> this isn't uh, um, Harry Potter. Um, but if, one, if someone was to be put into one of these um, lineages, then is there, uh, is there a reason why they may think that they are not as going to be as called as much to gather Israel in these latter days? Well, of course, the answer is no. Um, this is simply a, a way that individuals are given a way to link uh, to Abraham. Um, and the way we live our life is completely up to us. Um, we don't have to be uh, unstable. Uh, Elder Robert D. Hale said, quote, now is the time to safeguard your birthright. Um, think for a moment what the phrase unstable as water means. When water gets hot, it evaporates. When it gets cold, it freezes. When it is unchanneled, it causes erosion and destroys whatever may be in its path. You too have a birthright. I challenge you to be obedient and strong. I challenge you not to let your resolve dribble out and your commitment to follow the Saviour evaporate. Be firm as a rock in living the gospel. None of us know all the blessings that await us. The only way we lose those blessings is to give them up through obedience. Don't disobedience. Don't give up your eternal heritage for the things of the world. Let us be obedient and prepare now to honour, protect and receive our glorious birthright. Close quote. So we are able to receive great blessings Um and we can look at the blessings given uh, in in her Genesis here for some insight, perhaps, into our uh, lineage. But remember that we are also given uh, the ability to make choices and to make uh, wonderful choices for uh, those moving forward. I'm going to skip ahead now to Genesis 50. We would have been able to spend more time focusing in on Ephraim and Manasseh's blessing, perhaps focusing in on... Um, Joseph's blessing and other things like that. And now uh, looking at the events after Israel's death. Um, but we don't have the time. So uh, I'm going to um, skip ahead. Uh, jo um, Israel asked Joseph to promise him that he will be buried in, his, in the land of Canaan. And he gets the, the permission from Pharaoh to do so. Uh, but there is a, an interesting... Um, concern from Joseph's brothers uh, after Israel dies. In verse 15 of Genesis chapter 50, it says, And when Joseph's brethren saw that their father was dead, they said, Joseph will peradventure hate us and will certainly require us all the evil which we did unto him. So they're worried that when Joseph, you know, realizes or when Joseph has um, overcome the, the grief that he feels, at the death of his father, that he's going to feel anger towards them. Remember that they caused him to lose over 20 years of life uh, with, the, with his father. 
and they are worried that he will blame them. And of course, you can understand why that they're worried about that, because, well, it was their fault. <laughs> they are the ones that caused, uh, did cause Joseph to lose the, those decades of time with his father. Um, and then in verse 18, um, well, in verse 17 and 18, it says, And so ye, so shall ye say unto Joseph, Forgive, I pray thee now, the trespass of thy brethren and their sins, for they did thee evil. And now we pray thee, forgive the trespass of the servants of the God of thy father. And Joseph wept when they spake unto him. And his brethren also went and fell down before his face. And they said, Behold, we be thy servants. Um, they're willing again to give up all. They're willing to serve. And now we see a true fulfillment of the dream that Joseph saw. They are bowing to him, not because they think he's some Egyptian ruler, not because they are afraid or or um, concern for their lives, but rather they are, they're sorrowful, um, and they want to make all, all things right before him. Um, but in verse 19, Joseph responds and says, Fear not, for am I in the place of God? But as for you, he thought evil against me, but God meant it un unto good, to bring to pass, as it is this day, to save much people alive. Um Joseph responds admirably here. He doesn't hold a grudge or um, anger against his brethren. Yes, they did an awful thing, uh, and it led to years and years of suffering, which he had to go through. But Joseph looks back and recognises the good that comes from it. Now, before I continue with this, of course, this does not mean that, you know, if someone is abusing or upsetting or truly harming us, that we should grin and bear it and say, well, it's okay because the Lord will make it all good in the end. Of course, we should act and do something to change those that circumstance in our lives where we can. Um, however, what it does mean is that when the time is over, when the suffering has finished, when we have been healed, because Joseph has, has been able to be healed to the point that he has forgiven his brethren, um, then we should forgive. We should be grateful um, for the progression and the lessons we have learned. Not necessarily uh, be grateful for the trials and the difficulties, because, of course, they bring great hardship to our lives. But we can be thankful uh, for the developments we gain through those trials and those difficulties. Uh, Hugh W. Pinnock said this, uh, quote, Think how young Joseph had been wronged by, je his, by jealous brothers anciently, they sold him into slavery. They had, he had every reason to seek revenge. But when the circumstances joined them together again, Joseph said, But as for you, ye thought evil against me, but God meant it unto good. Yes, so much of heartache and grief eventually become blessings. Our earthly instructions and condition us spiritually. Even if we can't understand the whys of our tribulations, we can still turn to God and rededicate our lives to his safekeeping. Uh, close quote we can um, overcome and see the blessing in our difficulties and trials. Um, and Joseph, frankly, forgives them. He is, it seems to me he's forgiven them a long time ago. But his brothers have clearly not forgiven themselves. And that is something as well that we should be able to try and do, or over time seek to, seek to receive, is a forgiveness or a, is to forgive ourselves. Uh, and that sometimes is the most challenging thing that we are required to do. But the Lord can help us uh, and he will sustain us as we call on him through prayer 
and seek to begin that today. Thank you so much for listening to this today. Please, uh, thank you for your patience and apologies for the couple of days where we didn't have an episode. Uh, but I'm excited to begin tomorrow uh, to dive into Exodus because there is just so much there, um, especially at this beginning when we learn about the story of Moses. Uh, and so we are going to continue that from tomorrow. Thank you very much for your time. And until we meet again.